Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, it's devout Catholic Mark Wahlberg. It's my pleasure to tell you that Hey Fam is proudly brought to you by the good folks at the Hallow app. Got a favorite psalm or want to say a prayer for the family of the Vietnamese veteran you violently blinded? Then the Hallow app is for you. For just 77 American dollars a month, you can get connected with fellow-minded blessed folk and practice what you preach online. Who knows, maybe I'll see you on there. Stay prayed up. Hey, America, this is your president, Sleepy Joe Biden, just letting you know that I'm taking it back to 2003 in the White House tonight. That's right, me and Hunter are playing seminal record Elefunk by the Black Eyed Peas, loud, proud, and in full. And you better believe that my girl Fergie is saying the R word 50 times on track three, just as our founding fathers wanted her to. God bless this goddamn beautiful country. Angus, have you heard? Tell me the news. The scuttlebutt. Uh, I tried not to talk about it with you last week. I can't believe you. You like, you went easy it. on that movie. It wasn't even. No, I was like, it's a. I said literally, I think I said it's dog shit. Let's move on. Like I didn't want to talk about it. So the 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 clip of actually not. Oh yeah, it is. There's a, there's a full clip. You, you can you can see the full song online now. You oh. can hear it you can, on all streaming services. Mm. So don't worry if you're um vision impaired. We got you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, whenever they do one of these Disney remakes, and mm. obviously the most recent one is Little Mermaid. People reckon it's because they want the song, a song to be considered for Oscars. That's right. Oscars? There's a theory that they always throw in a new song or two because th- therefore it becomes a new score and is eligible for Academy Award nomination. I don't know how real that is, but it, the thing is it does check out because they do add, even in the Lion King remake, there's like a, a Beyonce song in the background of one of the scenes. Right. Um, single ladies when, uh, <laughs> when the fusser dies. Drunk, drunk in love. Simba's mom is celebrating her new singledom. Uh, no, yeah, it, it could check out whatever, but yeah, that you know, for Beauty and the Beast, they give like the Beast a song you said last week. I can't remember. Jasmine sings like a power ballad in Aladdin, which is like, Insanely. Oh, I don't mind that song. I won't be sorry. I can't remember it. Okay, I'll, that's the exception to the rule of songs that I that I think are okay. No, you got to be. All it do, in that or... one. It doesn't really fit. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. It sounds like it's a rock. Even standard. if it's like not too bad in the scheme of things, the, the new songs never never work. <laughs> <laughs> so there's. A, I mean, I feel what like we we almost created this monster ourselves. I feel like our podcast willed it into existence. Lin-Manuel making fun Miranda of Aquafina, like in like going week to week of making fun of Limel Miranda, then Aquafina the next week, and repeating the process again and again until this song. I said to you this week, I'm like, I and I still haven't seen it, but I like I refuse to believe the farewell is an actual film. It's such a good movie, and I, I, she's so good in it. But I refuse it's, to like. How and can it's that happen? Fucking insane that she has not done anything. Like that matches her performance. Like that, that even comes close to like. I don't think Ocean's that, that kind of portrayal. 
No, she's she's full, she's scuttlebuttling in, yeah. in Ocean's Eight. Too. Oh, you don't think in uh, uh, Shang Chi? Yeah, she's she's, uh, she's scuttlebutt- scuttlebuttling. Yeah, no, I I refuse to believe that exists. I refuse to believe a movie like an A twenty four indie drama has a credit sequence that just says the word Aquafina on screen. Like, <laughs> is her name like Nora Jones or something? <laughs> no, isn't that another like? No, her name's like Nora. Contemporary like, singer that everyone's why mom she doesn't owned use an album name. from in the nineties. Yeah, her name is Nora something. Yeah, Aquafina. Yeah. It's such a funny name. Aquafina is like getting the purple heart of honor or something using your um, gamer tag from 2003. Well, no, legit. It's like she was an up and coming. Nora Loom. Nora Loom. Go, that's a great name. It's a great name. She was my like, Aquafina. I love this. As soon as you type in a name, known professionally as Aquafina, is American actress, rapper, and comedian. She rose to prominence when her song My Vag became popular. And this is, this is the type of wokeness that Disney just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never like. Obviously not into that whole... Like, now she calls it her scuttlebutt. Yeah. But I'm like, all right, Disney, I think we, you don't have to like give a role to Aquafina. I just, yeah, I, I, I think maybe maybe this, this is... Uh, maybe this, this scuttlebutt over the scuttlebutt is enough for her to go, you know what? Aquafina's over, Nora Loom, forever. And she's never going to rap. So but- I didn't see The Last Dragon one. So that, that one is like her performance in that is so grating. Yeah, because it's like a, quite a like understated kind of movie. Sure, and then she shows up, and it's Whack. like, yeah, it's like, um, hey, girlfriend, it's like a Eddie um, Murphy as yeah. the dragon in Mulan. In Mulan. Mm. Like you know, there's, there's like kind of the, the comic relief character. Yeah, lots of using I, I like, like he was way more quippy and kind of closer yeah. to a DreamWorks character than other Disney comic relief using animals like, have been in the past. Uh, terminology from current day. Yeah, yeah, and or I guess yeah, the genie is the first big one, isn't it? Like he's not but, an animal, but like yeah, it, but even it, that's kind of. But like, it's like you that's know, Robin Williams, exactly. But yeah. but Mushu is Eddie Murphy, and whatever Aquafina's dragon character in maybe is it she no Raya is the name the of the girl or something. Yeah, but whatever, like that, like she just is Aquafina. It's like I think I feel like maybe Robin Williams started this this dark this, path. Yeah, he did. Um, well, he, that's why he killed himself, maybe. <laughs> he, he saw, someone showed him a, a preview cut of The Little Mermaid remake. They showed him Lin-Manuel Miranda's, uh, in, like, uh, yeah, in the studio of Aquafina. A portal opened up and there was someone, uh, it was a future Robin Williams. If only someone showed him Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom at the same time. No, then he would have stayed. Um, but The Little Mermaid here has a song written by... I love Robin Williams, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. It was Philip Actually t- stands t- for t- Robin in Peace. Mm-hmm. Um, Evan, number one Evangelion fan Yeah he is Loves Elder and Evangelion And has mental health issues Sounds like someone I know <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like someone I am <laughs> Sounds like me <laughs> um, so the- Oh yes I love Zelda <laughs> <laughs> Oh gonna get a rupee Yes 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 A lot, lot of rupees oh. <laughs> oh I thought you said rupee No rupees Rupee yeah yeah, yeah good <laughs> um, But the uh the Little Mermaid has a song written by Lim Manuel Miranda, and it's for Aquafina's character. It's literally a rap, and like you know, the the, the songs in Little Mermaid they're very they're very I traditional. I, I don't know what the, the the new cleaned up versions of them for this remake are. I'm sure they're pretty lifeless mm-hmm. in comparison, but they're very like you know classic. The tradi- very classic trad traditional musical. Yeah, fa- fan. It's fan. a classic songbook. You know, obviously un- a- Under the Sea has a white guy trying to make a Caribbean. Yeah, song. now it's a black guy at least. Uh, yeah, it's but I mean, like you know, like the music though in the background is like totally sounds like <laughs> someone like a, sh- a show tune writer. Yeah, it's such a funny guy who went on a cruise once around the Caribbean is like I understand the culture now. But it's like everything's been made on that original song with a keyboard. It's no, there's no like actual steel drums. No, of course not. No, you'd have to um. 
you know, learn about a culture. And speak yeah. to, you'd have to speak to somebody from that culture probably to arrange such. But so there's access. a new song, like, and there's certainly nothing remotely like rappy. I guess like Sebastian's performance in that. Uh, oh, that's just a, a racial counterpart. Yeah, it's it's full on like you know classic dun, 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 musical. Dun, dun, dun. Um, it's a yeah, it's just a straight up hammy musical. So there's Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote a rap song for the Seagull Scuttlebutt. Um, a character which has been elevated because they realize kids would probably there'd be mass like fish deaths around the world because they can't have flounder like just like flopping around on land. Flounder's in like two minutes of this movie, right? I like, think so. Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, he never had any songs. He just kind of is scared. Oh, I don't know, Ariel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he's actually like a dead weight loser. <laughs> but he's he, um he's he doesn't like, have any parents. I think flounder. But well, they're not in the movie. Yeah, it's true. It's a movie that really <laughs> does show you a King Triton ate, ate his parents. I like that. Um, but so the song is like, just, it sounds nothing like anything I've ever heard no. from Little Mermaid. It must, does it stand out like a sore thumb in the movie or is the whole movie just no, like, it on stands that out. Anyway? Of course it does. Cause you're like, why is this woman yelling at me? Like, <laughs> and I guess like, yeah, it's like in this movie, she's playing an annoying character, mm. like on and and playing so, it and, and, and more, particularly more annoying yeah. than usual. God damn. It yeah. is so atrociously And you know she bad. got paid probably like $20 million. To oh, I mean, get the bag for sure. But I bet you, like, I mean. No, but I mean, like, that's that, that's like, you know, you could feed a fucking village for that <laughs> shit. Like a third world country's village. She got cast in this role four years ago. Do you reckon? Uh, yeah, she- when I saw it, Rob Marshall was there, the director. Uh, and then he like intro it and he's like, we've been making this movie for, for th- four years. And then he's like, well, we did them for two years because of COVID. I'm like, okay, so it was two years. You yeah, yeah. This movie. Like, <laughs> Oh, don't and you can hear Lin-Manuel Miranda wait, wait, I just want to hear When you do hear the um, It sounds like he's, It's like You know when people make Like weird video game mashups Listen for when the bit Melody comes in It sounds like, like Donkey Kong Country Or mm. Mario in the background <laughs> You know that's This song would have been More appropriate In the Donkey Kong Country Sequence in Mario Yeah reset Get rid of Take On Me Swap him just a bad Scuttle, year for, Scuttle shows up in Little Mermaid And starts seeing Take On Me It's a good year for bad movies With dog shit soundtracks Except well, for Maybe there's a trend bucking We'll talk about today. Well so I was worried Going into We just saw um, Angus saw it for the second time In, in 24 hours um, I don't I will, I, I'm kind of remember What Tears of the Kingdom Is called at the best of times No this, What's this one called Spider-Verse 2 I'm just going to call it that No It's called Across the Across Spider-verse. the Spider-Verse the Beatles I, Across the, the universe. universe Oh okay Alright that's a good. You always think of good. I do. Good ways that the, yeah. that I'm sure the filmmakers intended for me to understand them. Yeah, of course. We saw across the spider verse. <laughs> across the spider verse today. Fuck! I saw someone refer to um that Lin Manuel Miranda, um the way he writes his raps and the way they performed as NPR flow. It's so good. It's fucking yeah. spot on. It's, it's real yeah. as hell, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> And then I tried to explain to my wife why that was funny, and she got upset. She like pulled out the divorce papers. She keeps in the top drawer as a threat. Um, but yeah, the uh, the the new Spider Verse movie we saw that today, and I have to admit, like coming into it, like you know, entertainment has been hitting the last few weeks. We got yeah. the Succession finale, we got the Barry finale. We've been playing um, Tears of the Kingdom, which I think is maybe my favorite video game ever made. Um, we've been uh, there's that Levin's hyperbole I've needed. I mean, it's it's been a few weeks, but like I just like Avengers is actually the greatest video game of all time. Every like thirty seconds, I'm like, fuck, I love mm. this this game so much. Like, mm. and, I, and I 
And I, I go, I'll just, I'll just put 10 minutes into it while I've, and, and before I do this job. And then suddenly it's three hours later and I haven't done the job mm. that before. Like, you know, yeah. when I woke up, I'm like, you have to do this job today. Yeah. Like it just, it just shifts the importance of things in my 90 life. 90 hours in 95 hours. You said a hundred. I said near close to a hundred. Okay, close to hundred. Yeah. No, I haven't hit triple digits, but like, yeah, it's, it's been a life ruiner in the best possible way. I finished Breath of the Wild with 120 hours, I think. Mm. Um, and then I finished at 120 and then I think the rest was DLC and exploring and it came to like 150, 160. Did you get the bike in the end? Yeah. I never, I never went. Yeah. The bike's far. tight. Okay. Tight bike. But I like the horses. Okay. Like I like them. The yeah. people, you know, they're, 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 <laughs> the they've people. got brains. <laughs> like they're, they're horses compelling. Are good people. The, the bike's kind of also like, I guess, you know, the bike is kind of like uh, pales in comparison to what you can do in Tears of the Kingdom. It's true. I wonder if they'll do DLC for this game. I think they will. I was thinking about that the other day. Because, like, you know, the, arguably they could have made, like, the Depths DLC or the Sky Islands of course, DLC. Yeah, yeah. And there's just, like, there's so much you could so do. So much game. Yeah. I I also can't believe how, like, they're, they are, all they're doing is recontextualizing stuff from the first game, mm-hmm. but in a much more interesting way. Like, yeah. I mean, the, and that's the, the, the way you find it. the memories now is so much better than so the first game. So much better game, than... Because like, you had to, like, line up photos, right? Yeah. And then, like... The other one you're given like twelve like essential screenshots of like weird areas of the map, right? That's right. Yeah, and it was impossible them. to find without yeah, a walkthrough. Like, and now it's like, yeah, you you, you just find the sky. The oh, there's a tattoo on the ground. Yeah, exactly. But it, I also find the story like pretty interesting. Yeah, because it. Does, I mean, yeah. you have Ganon, and it's cool, and I love like King Raru, this like fucking furry king. And yeah, he's like hot as hell, like human bitch wife. Yeah, sick. <laughs> Zelda just hanging out there wearing like some crazy clothes. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's I'm, I'm, I'm loving this game so yeah, much. It's great. I got the Master Sword last week. Hell yeah. Um, that was a very fun game. Are you using game. it much or are you still using it? I use it, it all like the time. Boomerang with a rock attached to I it. I never use the boomerang. Oh, really? I hate the boomerang. I love the boomerang with a rock attached to it. Get no, out of here, Lionel. Too, too, why would I do that when I have the Master Sword? That's true. I don't. So. Do you throw boomerangs at the Lionels? Yeah. Or, or, or like an ice boomerang if you get one of those. Yeah. Really, really good. I mean, you can attach any ice thing. Yeah. Like I've been attaching to my shields, the, um, like like stones because you can't really do much with them. Are they just you know, those really like strong? sluggy things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. So there's electricity ones. There's mm. ice ones, and, and they then last it, longer than it doesn't like corrode after one like parry yeah. or slash. Okay, and you can just like walk into a place like a goblin horde and like just ice them all with one um swipe of the shield. That's been fun. I've been yeah, so using the the ice, my ice boomerang, and then you you make it go through a bunch of enemies, mm. and then you do um, rewind. Like oh yeah, and then you just then you hit it again, and it comes back like and, and hits That's them nice. again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess a boomerang would do that anyway. That's the yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the function of a um, boomerang. It might be the only weapon in the game you don't need to rewind. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the so yeah, there's. Succession, Barry, Tears of the Kingdom. We've got a third season of I Think You Should Leave, which I binged like a crazy person. Yeah, I got one app to go. In one day. Um, it's not much, it's only 90 minutes of entertainment. But I've like, been too busy it, watching the Spider-Man uh, movie twice. It felt wasteful because yeah. like, you know, I don't know how long until we get another series. Two of years, it. I reckon, two and a half years. Um, but, <laughs> but I'll be watching it again and again and again. And that was my d- the Aquafina rap sounds like um, Tom Hardy in Capone it's when true. he's doing the duck scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Tom Hardy. Man, that was such a that was such a, that was such a COVID moment. Yeah, that's a crazy movie. Capone, just, like, Capone moment. <laughs> so many times, pisses himself. Shits I don't even himself. know what that movie was about. 
<laughs> it rules though. Tom Hardy's electric in it. I love Tom Hardy. Yeah, he's the best actor, greatest living actor. He has so much gay sex to get where he is. He will tell you. <laughs> you know, in so many interviews, he's just like, "Of course, I've had gay sex. I'm an actor." You know that quote. Yeah, of his? yeah. So good. Um, and uh, I'm also reading Slam Dunk, the manga, mm. which is like far and away like the one of the one of the greats. Um, it's I've, I'm just burning through it, and it's like a it's a early 90s basketball I can't wait to read it. that's what i really want to read it's so fucking fun and it's so well done like once it it starts off of like it's pretty goofy like it's like more of a comedy series mm-hmm. and then he just suddenly it's like he understands what basketball is or something and then it becomes the best best sports related thing i've ever it's when the bird com- comes encountered. and starts rapping at the team that that's true really yeah, yeah. Es- escalates energies to the next level um, man, once you hear the, that that scuttlebutt rap in Japanese, you just know mm, that's the way entertainment should be. Scuttlebutt deaths. But like, yeah, enjoying so much. You know, I feel like all of the the, the tenets of media I, I have been doing it for me lately. But then I yeah. think about movies, and I feel like I've had like not the best run with them this year. Like, I mean, I, I feel like I'm still just. You know, we see a lot of blockbusters. I didn't like Guardians as much as everyone else did. Like, it was certainly better than the last MCU efforts. But like. Is that really like the high point of, of cinema for me this year? Does it does it hold a candle to any of the other things I just mentioned? Whack! <laughs> no. So going into uh, Spider Across the Spider Verse, especially the fact that I at one point it was called Across the Spider Verse Part One. Yeah, I didn't like that, and I especially didn't like it after Fast X pulled a fucking fast one on us. And well, they could have at least put one in the title. You know what I mean? Like with Fast Ten. Yeah, well, they've they've never put a number in one of their titles before, so it was yeah, <laughs> it was hard for them. Um, they they've certainly put... never made puns out of the the sound of the yeah. number. But yeah, so like I was like knowing that that like you know two movies that I was anticipating the most this year: Spider Verse and Mission Impossible Eight. Are both part ones. Are both part ones. I was like, oh no. I wonder I... too if this has a lot to do with COVID, <laughs> where they're just like, fuck it, we'll make a big dick movie and split it, like. Rather than, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's, you know, it's it definitely, you know, it's blockbuster shit. You hook up. Yeah. But I, now they're like, you know, Infinity War took that conscious decision to not... Remember at one point it was Infinity War Part 1 and 2? Yes. And then it became Endgame? Yeah. I want, it does actually mean a lot, like putting a number on a thing, like a Part 1. I think, yeah, I mean, I feel like Mission Impossible are the only ones who aren't cowards in this situation. Yeah. Just like, temp, like get my get me ready for it. Yeah, I was semi ready for it today, but then when I saw that it wasn't called Part One anymore, I was like, "Oh, is it going to be a Spider Verse?" I asked right. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Is there a cliffhanger at the end of this?" Because you'd seen it last night. Yeah, and you were like, "Yeah, it's like the only criticism." But as we'll get into later, I think it's a good cliffhanger. Yeah, I think uh, the Fast X is, is like the fucking lamest. Yeah, uh, we have two sides of the same coin in these films, and one side is oh, uh, there's a lot of the side that makes um them, yeah that makes Two Face kill people, and the other one's the side where they live. <laughs> <laughs> and only by listening to this podcast you will learn. Um, also, before we get uh anything further, I just want to say two things. Yeah, just want to say Two Face. It two is things. insane that they've just made Lady a black girl now, and like, and, and they've like no this one. Is the mentioned. third week you've brought that up. I find like, that really here. strange. Like, I want to know the inner workings of like the behind the scenes. Uh, minutia between like deals with like Harley Davidson and stuff because correct me if I'm wrong but the Fast and Furious series has always been about how silly they use cars mm. start off with street racing then as we know by part 9 they're going to the uh, stars in cars I would forgive this if they found a way for 
Like Letty, the bike to be on the car? Or like her to be in the car and then like... And riding a bike. And then the bike suddenly drops out from beneath like the vehicle. Like the Dark Knight. Exactly. Yeah, like if her car got destroyed and then like the bat pod pumps out like that. Or like her... She's always riding passenger with Dom. Yeah. And then she's like... He's like, Letty, you got to handle this. And, and it's like, splits Say off no more, side Dom. car style. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but it's just straight up now she has a bike. I find that really weird. Second thing... Um, we are finally doing t-shirts <laughs> and uh, we've dropped this in our Patreon, but it's a public vote. So if you go to patreon.com slash HeyFam, not only may you be enticed to sign up for $5 a month to- You extra, can resist it. Today we'll allow you today to we'll resist, resist it. it. But we do have a poll. We already have some answers on there where basically we want to cut out the pre-order process for you because a lot of times you make a shirt, you then print them based on the sizes that uh, people have bought. So it just like delays the process. We're getting these made We're with making your sizes two, in mind. Two different designs. So right now we have a, I'm an American, so obviously XL and someone wrote, better get double X for when it air quotes shrinks in the dryer. <laughs> But yeah, please come and vote. Well, we're, 30, we've already put it up 20 minutes ago and there's been 33 votes so far. It's amazing. Large and in charge, 39%. L number one. The only L we'll be taking is <laughs> <laughs> the majority of orders. What are you? You an L? Yeah. I'm an M. I'm an L. I like mine a little... Uh, a little loosey-goosey. Yeah. But I also sometimes, sometimes depending on the make of shirt, I'll go XL because I want it to be a little looser. But yeah, we've got making two, two t-shirts and they're going to be... They're really good. Like we're we're very very proud of both. There's of a these. reason why we didn't release any of the other ones that we mentioned. Uh, what you were privy to was the 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 public design process. That's true. The very long drawn out public yeah, design. Yeah, this process. you look at this and be like, <laughs> they did it. The goal was to not make it look like podcast merch, but but also make it impossible for you to explain to your friends the reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they also look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them in particular, I I cannot wait for. Um, I can't wait for that back print. Yeah, that's going to be a real... Are you going to wear that one to the gym? When are we revealing these? Are you going to wear it to the gym, do you think? It depends if a certain week makes its return to the schedule. <sighs> Ooh, wow. Um, but uh, when do you reckon we're going to reveal the designs? Next week? Week after? Um, yeah, once we get confirmation from the printers that it's all possible. The okay. last thing I'd want to do is let down our audience. That's true. <laughs> we would never, ever do that. I would never you. let them down. But now we, that we've We would them, never say we're going to do something and then no, not we, do it. We did. We made shirts. I just don't want to like, the worst thing to do is like, this is what it'll look like. And then everyone get excited. And then you're like, yeah, they can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so come, come and let us know how, how, uh, let us know your, your, your dimensions. Yeah. We want to know which, uh, spider dimension you're in. Um, what are you yeah, I was just saying because this, um, this is quite a big hoodie that I've been wearing. Is that lately. An L? It's an M. Oh, okay, just a giant M. Where from? Uh, from Adidas. You cool. heard of them? Yeah, German. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Spider Verse Succession. Uh, obviously, you haven't watched Barry. Should talk no. about Barry quickly before we get it out of the way. You just you just rap a little bit Aquafina style, quack, quack. but uh, I I want to talk about it with you. But like I said, I haven't watched it yet. Not because I'm not into it. I just. Needed to mainline succession. Yeah, I do think it's they, they, you know, HBO did bury a disservice. I think so too, because that night was like the fucking internet. But we don't live in America. Maybe if you have HBO, you keep the TV on for the next thing after succession and it's Barry. I mean, that that gets it better, better ratings overall. Maybe, but I'm also like, the the, the dialogue, the think pieces, the stand on, like, it's been all succession. Like, Barry has not been a part of the conversation the way that, um, Succession has. But it hasn't ever been. No, but it like should have for its final episode, I think, been yeah. given its own chance to have like its night. Sure. I feel bad for like Bill Hader and stuff. But I'm also like, I think Bill Hader doesn't give a shit at this point and is like, Barry is an amazing blueprint for his, what I will say is his feature film career. 
Like I see him having like a Jordan Peele yeah, type I, of, I can't wait um, for him. To, he's certainly that's the next. Surely step. that's what he's going to do next. I think so. Movie, I think yeah. so. I think in a way he was like shackled. I wonder Barry. if he if he goes full, full Jordan Peele and, and puts himself behind the camera exclusively I think so. too. Yeah, I have a feeling he will. <coughs> Has he, Jordan showed up in any of his movies? No, no. he's too. He's not. He's no Stanley. Ah, looks are. Look what you did now, Spider Man. <laughs> Look what you did, you little jerk. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I the. I won't go too far into it, but the, the fourth season of Barry is probably my least favorite of all the seasons. It's still right. good. And there's, there's definitely high moments. The first three episodes I loved. And then the fourth episode goes a little bit too dark for me and then justifies that darkness by the end of it. I'm trying to be vague. The whole season got dark? Well, just the fourth episode in particular is very dark and then does something at the end of the episode where you're like, oh, maybe I understand why they had to, to do that. And then they don't justify that by the end of the season, if that makes sense. I'll get into it when you've finally seen it. Okay. But, um, yeah, it, I, I, I overall really enjoyed most of the of the finale and it stuck with me. Like I can't stop thinking about it. Parts I mean, that, of it. that's a good thing. I think Fuchs gets the best arc overall in this season. Um, but... Hey, he starred in both seasons uh, this year. That's true. Succession. He was in Succession, yeah. yeah. Only in one episode of Succession, unfortunately. The Wake. Yeah. Yeah. but um, No, the day before the funeral. That's right. Yeah. Well, it was like the... Well, no, it is The Wake. I think it, no, it wasn't The Wake. They hadn't had the funeral yet. But I, I feel like it, it, The Wake doesn't need to happen always at the funeral. It, right. It can, it's when you go to the house. Yeah. I don't know. Some Scottish shit. Who knows? Um, but yeah, well, I, once, I'm sure you, you know, you'll, you'll burn through Barry pretty quick. It's like, what, eight hours of content? You'll be fine. Mm. Um, it's not even eight. It's not eight. It's not hour episodes. Oh yeah, so four hours of content. Yeah. My bad. My math sucks. I've been too busy watching movies and TV shows. Welcome to the resistance, brother. Um, succession. Yeah. Season four. That I, feels like two weeks ago now, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it was only Monday our time. I think, in uh, you know, in in complete opposition to how I feel about Barry season four, I think I would say, and maybe this is recency bias. I'm, I'm I know I'm prone to to a little bit of that. But um, <laughs> maybe a lot. <laughs> uh, but I think this is my favorite season of Succession. Yeah, it's really hard to pick uh, for me right now. I think like it probably contains the greatest episodes of the season, uh, including perhaps this finale for me. Yeah, but definitely episode nine and episode three are distinct standouts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it, you know, it, it was definitely the most subversive season <laughs> where you know a major character who has been in the show is removed very early on and it's very interesting to watch the characters work around that yeah and instead of like i feel like other shows would have it happen in the final episode yeah, it's far more interesting to see how the cast 100 lives with them it gave every character like a whole new dimension like how do they react to this yeah 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 amazing so incredibly t- written season incredibly acted season incredibly directed and like just the rare for me and I, I think it seems to be like a lot of people yourself included like extremely brilliant finale like what you want from mm-hmm. a television show's ending that you have been like on tender hooks about where it really like it you feel like you're getting all these different like you, it, it kind of presents you with a happy ending at one point and then, and then the far more realistic like yeah. ending that you knew that these characters were going to get. Like, it also like I want nothing more from this show. You it's know what done. I mean? Like it's done. And yeah. that was the best thing about this. There's no like, oh, but the, what about like? It's just like it is so final. Yes. That it's it's just, I don't know, man. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's so good. Like, yeah, it's and funny. It's, it's it? also like, like, there's no other way this could have gone down. I think of Breaking Bad, which I think obviously we didn't do Game of Thrones, but like pre, besides that, I feel like it goes like, what, as far as like blockbuster TV that everyone paid attention mm. to. Like the internet era yeah. age and like, the, like the art of, um, okay, if we recap, go back, the art of recap culture. That's what I'm really thinking about. Succession, Game of Thrones. Do you reckon there's something in between Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad? I feel like, it, like I, I, and it's embarrassing to admit now, like but I feel Man like, Man well, I, I feel like everyone was obsessed with that first season of Daredevil on Netflix. Mm. And then, and then quickly that dissipated because it just I, tired yeah, Mad too Man. much. I think Mad Men. Mad Men. Yeah. Mad Men's another one. Yeah. I mean, and obviously like I didn't even watch The Sopranos, but I remember everyone being so obsessive. For that was obs- that. But that was pre-recap culture. And I'm talking about like within an hour, 40, 400 plus I think pieces by like major, major publications yeah. where they've like literally employed somebody to watch this show and have recaps done. And that's like, you know, the Vox, the Vulture, like that era of stuff. I really yeah. think like... <laughs> Game of Thrones, Succession, like, yeah. I'd say that was, like, Game of Thrones time was when that culture was really big. Uh, True Detective, but yeah, again, yeah. that doesn't count because it resets every season. But yeah, but I think of that big season. recap. I the first season was the only one people really made it into yeah. the zeitgeist. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that first season is so responsible for, like, anything that's on television now. <laughs> yeah. No, it is 100%. Like, the, it was the... It's kind of, like, for me, the, the prime example, and I know it's not the first, but of A-list actors doing TV because it was like a dirty word before then or a career killer before then. Yes, of course. But these guys have had like extremely healthy uh, film careers either yeah. side of the um, series. Yeah. One, I mean, was kind one, of, the one first, of them famously... Like we would have gotten Big Little Lies. Like, you know what I mean? We would yeah. have had that. One of, actors, one of those actors played... Um, uh, himself and twice. his brother yeah. yeah twice and they were both magicians and i mean that's, doesn't get that's the real that. magic there yeah, yeah. and that director went on to create uh fast 10 the the the, the biggest uh magic. different yeah he didn't actually direct um now you see me too oh really the fast yeah, yeah, superior yeah, yeah. okay that's cool then it was a hong kong cinema dude directed um he owns a cinema chain in hong kong that's right that's what awesome got, he, he, i mean we watch that many movies someone's gonna rub off right <laughs> the the sequel. I mean, now you see me too. It's so much better than the first one. Come on. Yeah, it's way better. 
It's like the only only post Harry Potter thing that Daniel Radcliffe has done that I liked. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like I like Daniel Radcliffe. I think he's played his. Cards. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I like him. I just feel like he hasn't really done. I haven't really seen it. He's funny and he on did that train wreck. Is oh, I haven't he seen. He has that. that like fake dog walking movie trailer. I've seen the. We were talking about it yeah, after coming out of Spider Verse. Miracle Workers is what it was called. I, again, even though I've watched it, much like the farewell, I refuse to believe that show exists. But you watched it? Yeah, I just think it was a fever dream. And now. A word from our really, really great sponsors. Trust me, I know a lot about good deals, folks, and this is a great deal. Oh, man, someone delivered a fucking package. I get, like, an, an updates of my Google camera on, mm. my, on, my, on my phone and watch. Someone just put it, like, over the gate. Like, just, like, plonk. Anyone could just reach it and get it. <sighs> fucking livid about this. Yeah. Do you know what's in there? Uh, no. Someone sent me a care package of Jurassic Park 30th anniversary um, merchandise. Can you imagine Who, what's in like there? A, like a listener, like a company. The company. Oh. Not a listener. That'd be weird. Well, the hey, way you said yeah. it, someone sent me a care package. Okay, no. No, you made it sound like somebody <coughs> sent you something. They want me to unbox it and be like, hey, remember Jurassic Park? That's cool. And I might not be able to do that because someone's going to reach over my, my gate and just get it. Is that a bad thing? Hmm, I don't know. It depends. depends. What, what if there's a Newman from Seinfeld covered in dinosaur goop Funko Pop in there? Then, yeah. Then, yeah, that's a good thing. It's... <laughs> But yeah, anyway, back to Succession. Um, obviously, I could talk about uh, the 30th anniversary Unboxing of Jurassic 30th Park anniversary of Jurassic. <laughs> hey guys, look what I just got. Oh, it's the the boy from the movie. <laughs> yep, it's my bread and butter now. <laughs> Dude, I got a box delivered and no joke, 40 separate Among Us toys. It's, it's what are you going to do with I don't this? know. I, I was like, Archie, do you want to take these to school? I don't know. <laughs> do you wanna, yeah, do you want to get these confiscated from you at school so we can never have them in the house? <laughs> <clears throat> um, but yeah, succession finale. I, I just I mean, do we want to get into spoilers here or yeah, I guess pay so. fam or whatever. Let's go into it. The if you have only watched the season and not listened to the companion podcast, it. I think I enjoyed the podcast as much as I do. Yeah, I'm so glad you went into it. I was like, it's I mean, always hard sell to be like, this is a good podcast, but yeah. this one's great. And it's like, it's honestly like it, it takes it back to the and you know I'm sure they do this for all their companion shows, but it reminded me of. DVD special features. As soon as it would end, you'd have like... Yes. It, it wasn't just like recap shit. It was like, oh, we sat down with the director or the actors and Jeremy Strong and yeah. Alexander Skarsgård, all these goats. And it's so crazy to like hear which of the actors seem so similar to the characters. Especially um, one. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jeremy Strong is literally Kendall. <laughs> um, we talked last week about... Um, I love that guy so much. I love Jeremy Strong and Kendall Roy. One of the great fictional characters of any medium, I think. Yeah, Jeremy Strong is my favorite fictional yeah. character. He um he keeps quoting, like, Which poem is it? Of oh, just so many like like massive literary figures and like to the point where the host kind of roasts him. So for, good. yeah, yeah. The, and he like doesn't defend himself. He's just like he he has this like earnestness. Absolutely, yeah. It's so endearing. but it's like Kendall. <clears throat> yeah, like believing the shit he always says. Um, fuck. Did you did you think Kendall might win at the end of end of this episode? No, because no. it's Succession and. You know the, the 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 great. Speaking of magic tricks, a little uh, a couple of minutes ago, the the biggest magic trick of this show is making us like root for terrible people who we knew were terrible people. Yeah, like the genius of Succession is like after two or three episodes of the whole series, like we season one. I mean, like you start rooting for people despite the fact we've seen how like heinous they are, mm-hmm. and that's like the genius. Like we ended up like rooting for these people and. You know, I, I wanted Kendall to win because he's my favorite character on that show. Mm. And but it, would, still, it wouldn't have felt right. No, he can't win. Like, that's the whole point of the show. 
And I loved that we saw Kendall through um, Shiv's eyes. Like you, when she just she sees him in, in on the, ja- in on his the dad's chair in his da- in her dad's chair. We're a boys' club with Stewie, and he, she, well, she, I can't stomach you. Is what yep. she says. Oh, that's one of the great scenes. Like the, the three of the them, glass, yeah, uh, yeah, boardroom scene where they're just like eight-year-olds again screaming at each other fighting over and it wasn't played you know normally i feel like when you cut to like a, a, a the the adjacent room and they can hear the yelling mm. it's something for comedic value it was like no that's that that trope but done as a tragedy it was so it was fucking excellent and it was like all three characters being roman shiv and kendall all of their true colors were on display like there was no barriers you yeah know? and it was the most frantic desperation it was it was amazing and i th- i honestly think the thing that got them all there was and I, this scene i keep thinking about and just like again like having this like reveal in the last episode was like and i don't mean like a plot twist or anything but up until that point we'd kind of only viewed logan roy through the vortex through the visor of the kids mm-hmm. but we we we're, we're, we're given you know access into his private life with this video that's like him eating dinner with friends like some of the colleagues and for me that says more than anything because at that point you see him like relaxed regaling singing being intimate with his like partner at the time and no one like all these things which were considered drama from the kids point of view are just kind of like trivial it's it's trivial and you realize that line he said in episode two of this season you're not serious you're not serious people and like they were never up for contention like that's that point where I was like, oh, you they, don't they, have it. They don't have when it. Frank says, when, and it's Frank who's like, you know, I guess the closest thing to a father that Kendall yeah, has just after like you Logan. Don't have it. You don't have it, Kendall. Yeah, the that that scene where they're watching the the recording, maybe the most tragic scene yeah. in in the series because it's the three children realizing that they're like, oh, we were never like he never considered us as serious. Like- Although one thing that does bug me though is that so Connor is present in that video yeah. and he does his like. I'm a little teapot yeah. in the style yeah, of Logan yeah, yeah. Roy. I just thought it was very funny. And Logan Roy's like laughing with him and they have like yeah. this genuine tender moment together um, that, you know, I don't think he has with these, actually with, with the other three children. But when Logan dies um, and Connor finds out, Connor immediately just says, he never liked me. Yeah, but I think like... Is, Connor- he, is he saying it from a business point of view or from a... Well, it's, I, I don't... I. It's interesting because in the last episode, I, this makes complete sense because he's like, oh, Dad never told you guys about the Mussolini. Yes, I remember. And yeah. there's a lot of things he said throughout the series. He's like, oh, you didn't know about that? And he called To me, it's pop. just like, yeah, it's just like he views him more as a person. And it, like, because cause Connor never wanted that. He never wanted yeah. to be the right, you know what I mean? Like, he was just like the weird son from another marriage, previous marriage rather. And uh, was, he never wanted to be the CEO of that company. So that's why I think he just viewed him as a person, not as like a threat, like as mm-hmm. a son. Yeah. Where the others, it was kind of like, yeah, we hear that tragic can. He's like, oh, I was told this at seven. And like, that's literally been his will to Fuck, live. I wanted to look that up. It was like Candy Kitchen. Yeah. He's like in the Candy Kitchen on the Bahamas. Uh, uh, is that uh, a real place? Uh, I don't know. Find but he's out. like, I was told at seven years Rochester. old. Rochester. Candy yeah. Kitchen in Rochester or something like I was that. told there. And like, that's literally been his driving force for like 30 years or something. Incredible. Candy Kitchen in Bridgehampton. Bridgehampton, there we go. It's a confectionery store. Yeah. Since open since 1950. Well, that's what Kendall Roy was told that he would become the success as a seven-year-old, and that's pretty much been his. You'll become Mr. Succession. That's insane. Yeah. And then, like, Shiv was told at one point, we've seen it. 
Roman claims in this he was told like we learned that basically like they've been like just told this like their whole life and it's not a bad thing either it's just like it's probably something like a father says he probably maybe meant it in that moment you know like and when it you know as, he's when a it bad comes father down to as it well. as well it's like it's just kids fighting where it's like you know he told me first and then Roman's like well he told me last yeah like, and then you see yeah. like Ken the great bit is like I'm eldest boy yes just I'm like, the oldest boy just absurd that someone in their like 40s is screaming that out and just that tragic scene when Shiv's like, well, yeah, well, you killed someone. And he's like, no, I didn't. I made it up. And yeah, just yeah. like, oh, this is so horrible. And when he starts like gouging out uh, Roman's eyes almost, it looks like when he's like yeah. holding him against the door. Without, I mean, that was such a low blow. We finally get confirmation like in the last five minutes of the show that Kendall's impotent. impotent. And, <laughs> you know, we never really, we knew that he had maybe two adopted kids. We knew one was at least adopted. But we find out in a really, really like cutting, heartless, shut down by Roman. He says they're buy-ins and they're nobodies, they're randoms. And, you know, one is literally mail order and the other one you got is uh, Rava's eggs and some random dude's sperm. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh man, that would be such a like... It just adds to the tragedy of Kendall Roy. Like yeah. the the eldest boy, which he isn't, which is already another yeah, exactly. hilarious thing. Yeah, I love Shiv goes, but you're not. Yeah, like, yeah the yeah. eldest boy who he sees himself as, but someone who doesn't have, in his mind, he could never make the next success of what he thinks should be, you know, the eldest boy. It's insane. And then you're just kind of like, then Roman's like, yeah, dad never liked them anyway. Like those kids and you yeah. saw them as randoms and you're just like, oh, that's so he's, fucking... Roman, I reckon in that moment, Roman was trying to say the worst possible thing oh, I do too. imagine 100%. to make Kendall have a violent reaction 100%. for everyone in the boardroom to see. 100%. Yeah. 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 But so, then also so... Roman's a guy that's like, yeah, let's have a Nazi be president. Like I still think Roman is like maybe the worst of them all. Yeah, I find he, he has absolutely zero morals except self-interest. Well, he's and like he, yeah, you know, he's he's always been nihilistic. I think no more so than ever. Right in, in this final episode, or he was like, at the we're start. We're bullshit. We're bullshit. He kind of says that at the start as well, yeah, and then yeah. he buys into, I want to be CEO. Yeah, when he realizes like, you know, the team up with Jerry's like early on, and like you know that relationship, and she's kind of like, "There's you could do this." You know, he was uh, yeah, but then he finally realizes, "Oh, this is just bullshit." I actually thought when they were at their their mum's house and um, like Kendall broke the noise to, no, news to Shiv that that they were going to get a different CEO. Mm. <clears throat> we haven't. There's so many elements. This school. we haven't even mentioned Tom and Greg yet, but um, uh, but it's just because at that core, that core relationship mm. of the three siblings is just so ama- amazing to watch. But how are you? You cold? Do you want to put the heater on? Oh, a little cold. Yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. I can sense it in you. <laughs> I, I have got. I have got a aforementioned medium hoodie that I could put on. No, no, no. Save the environment, bro. Save the whales sure. and shit. Yeah, yeah. Save my electricity bill. Yeah. Right. Um, but the uh like I really thought that that Kendall was going to Die? Su- suggest <laughs> that oh Shiv, it's you. And no. he would I know he never would, but part of me wanted it so bad to realize In any other show. that it would make so much more sense if a Shiv a, a Kendall backed Shiv would be so powerful. And exactly. In any other show, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But no, Kendall is the one. And to me, like I said last week, I think like to me, he is the protagonist because we're told in the first ever episode that he's going to be it and then that he's not. So to me, he's kind of like the lifeline of the show. Yeah, totally. He is. Like, I mean, you know, all the season finales generally end up being like a, a, a big thing he's done or is about to do. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because we had so many wins from him this season. Mm-hmm. Rare wins. Living, and living plus. 
we're not eating can fans yeah <laughs> we're not eating tonight um who do you think like kind of has like you know if, if you imagine like the the next potential season or whatever were they to do one what where do you see like i feel like i feel like if, if you were to make another season after this one kendall's just not in it no like he's dead or, or he's just like he's just missing he's just a billionaire sitting by yeah. himself on an island which he is they all sold for billions i feel like roman still has some weird ties to to waster no i reckon like- he's out i reckon he's just done he's probably uh, investing in weird things that friends are doing film stuff who knows exploring hor- horrible political yeah uh, probably backing i reckon backing people politically yeah yeah um ken is like off the grid probably just by himself in an apartment yeah. Looking out of the window. <laughs> I um I was interest really interesting listening to the second part of that of the podcast of this episode. I reckon he goes oh. up to Canada and um tries to spend time with Uncle Ewan. Oh yeah, okay, sure. Starts getting his hands dirty like on he, a farm or something. He goes to Hawaii and starts throwing some chairs. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the 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 podcast is really interesting because they the second episode is interviewing the director Mike Millard. Yeah, who's done like a handful of like heaps of episodes. Yeah, Robert, sorry. Um and. Uh, he, uh, I just, I love how all the, like, you know, the creator, most of the directors, writers are British of this, like, you know, quintessential yeah, American program. Yeah, yeah. So many of the creatives behind the show are British. But uh, I had, like, I kind of, I, I, I noticed that my read on, on the Tom and Shiv ending was a bit different to everyone else. Like, everyone being like, oh my God, what a shame, you know, Shiv finally has to be, like, just the CEO's wife and she's no longer able mm. to be powerful herself. But I saw it as, like, this was a play by her. Like she'll never stop playing Tom. I think definitely he has more power than he's ever had before. Of course he does. But I don't. I just like I don't know. I don't I, know. He he had more power because in that phone conversation, she was like the the one she called like yeah. He she was basically like begging to have a relationship, mm. and he's just like uh, I don't know. I'll see. Yeah, I'm busy. See. It was essentially like whatever. Like, but I feel like that's because he's she's hurt him, not because he sees himself as well, he more doesn't need her anymore. Her. He, he, does loves, he does love her. He though. does, but he also yeah. told her like all he's ever wanted is money. Like four episodes ago, remember? Yeah, he's yeah. like, I will tell. He's like, I've always fantasized about just about having money. That's all I've ever wanted, and you were a means to that. And I loved you, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I saw it as tragic for her. My mom also viewed it the same as you. But I was like, nah. She's literally become her mother. She's gonna have a child that she doesn't raise, and be married to the CEO of um, Waystar Royco, who will probably like become her father again like cheat on her have affairs like yeah and she would just be one of the wives that's pushed aside and have a terrible relationship with their child well i also i saw see... her just like becoming like rather than being like logan she became the mother i don't see tom in that role for like longer than he no i see it everyone getting fired yeah yeah and the company fucking plum- plummeting like, yeah Matt's i did so too. unhinged too. yeah i see it you know everyone was comparing um mattson to elon musk mm. i mean obviously scars guard is for the first like the, the the most important difference between Matson and Musk is that um, Matson's actually funny and attractive and also that too. But I mean, like at his at, at Elon's core, he's a deeply unfunny man. He's someone who wants to be thought as as funny. And, and if the, I finally saw something Musk like in Matson in this last episode, which was him clearly affected by the cartoon of him being puppeted yep, by that Shiv. Was, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was like pure, like some bullshit. And he just Musk kept insisting, like, no, 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 it's no, no, funny. no, it's fine, it's whatever. Yeah, like, and yeah, you yeah. could tell that was like the the, the driving <clears throat> point of him like axing her. Greg, 
you know, having that fight in the bathroom with Tom. Classic Tom and Greg scene. But then only for Tom to forgive him and put the sticker on his forehead. Porous. It's his porous. He loves him. He loves him. Yeah. He's like, you're worthless. You're nothing, but I've got you. Does he say say that? I love how he just kept through. I mean, that's why Greg sells Tom out. Why he keeps going, but like Tom. he treats him like shit. Exactly. And like, he keeps taking him back. Exactly. so funny but like yeah, i mean it is pretty funny that like yeah Tom greg, and greg are the ones that stay yeah, yeah he yeah. loves it he wants to be part of the quad yeah exactly he even says in this he's like quad like <laughs> but you, that fucking because there are moments of acceptance like when at the funeral oh, in season three when shiv's like yeah you can ca- you can carry the casket but and in season three Phillip, the first half is like greg and kendall yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got Greg on because he gave him two. the papers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Best moment. Fuck. Um, but yeah, Greg, a rare moment of geniusness, firing up the translator app and finding out that they're dumping Shiv. Yeah, like incredible. Yeah, I loved. The- and it go- calls Kendall straight away. Yeah. Even, even that, you know, even though Tom's advice is when you have have what is it like when you have information, you yeah. hold on to it. You hold on to it. You bottle it, like, and, like, then- and then you smash someone, <laughs> smash it into someone's fucking face. Yeah. What a great line. <laughs> Tom. Um, I mean, it's Tom. It always was Tom. He's the killer. When he took fucking Logan's chicken on that boat. I, I, was, I rewatched that again this week too. So I was sharing on Twitter. Yeah. What a scene. Yeah. Like he's the, Thank he, you for the chicken. <laughs> he's the killer. It's crazy. He's a sycophant. He'll do what you want, but he'll also like burn any bridge to stay in favor of the person who's doting out power. I, it's, I, I think, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but like uh, for me, it's not weird when Shiv speaks in an Australian accent. But whenever Matthew McFadden yeah. speaks in the British accent, you're like, oh, oh no, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just picture him as a piece of shit, dude. Yeah, from America. And, he, and he's such a he got such a, like a pleasant hello. Like, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it, man. What a fucking great actor McFadden is. I think that's my favorite. Says McFadden, yeah. Um, other way around. Uh, but I think I think he's my favorite performance overall. Like when I yeah, not that it matters. It's hard, man. Like, it, like, it's, it's actually like genuinely hard because then I'm like Brian Cox is also like yeah, incredible. Of course. Oh, Alan how good Rock's was amazing. The ending of the podcast. It was it's so gonna leave good. you with like some profound words Fuck from off. Logan Roy. <laughs> Fuck off. That was But great. it's like uh but I don't know, for me it's Jeremy Strong. That guy is like on another level. Yeah, totally. Like, the fucking deadness in his eyes. Even like that I love that moment of levity in the last episode when they joke about killing him and then they're like, Oh, how annoying would he be if you yeah, killed and him? And they're like brilliant him. Kendall yeah. impressions. I didn't oh. love I felt the most out of character was when they just kept singing Meal for a King. I didn't think. I like that. It reminded me of like when you see like, okay, this is why it felt real to me because as a single, as an only child, I would see like siblings get on the same wavelength about something and me feel like, oh, I don't get this, but I understand it's probably a sibling thing. And to me, it was like, oh, this is probably a game they used to play as a kid when they would stay and be bored and like just put stuff in a blender. Yeah, sure. Like, and I was it, like, yeah. oh, I've seen my cousins who are oh, like... It was purely just that that um, uh, Jeremy Scott was singing throughout it. I was like... I think he was just on yeah. cloud nine because yeah, they were yeah. like, we're going to take down um, everyone. Like that was that happy moment. Yeah. No, I, I bought it completely and I was like... I did love that scene. I was incredible. Yeah. And it was the f- last thing they ever shot. Which is really sweet. Yeah. Well, and he's like, I drank that. He's like, it was all real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I jumped into the ocean because and washed myself because I couldn't get the smell and taste oh, away. Fucking perfect. Um, yeah. Episode. I love too because they. Uh, I think in season two they make several comments, maybe even one or several all seasons about how terrible their mother's cooking is. Yes. And she just has like cheese and frozen and nobbies of bread. Nobbies <laughs> the, br- the bread nobbies. And I was it, it, like, that was true. Just like oh, out of date pickles. I love that. What a great decision to have Herbie like it's one great. of the main characters yeah. of the final episode. It was very fitting. And just yeah. like, 
her cunty husband trying to pitch them in investment. His name Philip. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I yeah. think it's Philip or something. It just they're being rude to him. And Philip is it Philip Munson? And no, no one takes him seriously. Like yeah. she doesn't even really take him seriously. No, he's either. just money. Yeah, yeah, so funny. And his shitty friend. The kids that, are just like fuck off. Yeah, like, Roman in particular was so Philip Munyon. Is yeah, it? Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, <laughs> the most British sounding <laughs> motherfucker ever. You know he's a duke of something, right? Yeah, yeah. I, dude, I love it. It was like sad because I was like, oh, this is the last scene I'll ever see between Tom and Greg. Like as they were on screen, and I was yeah, like, of course. Oh, this is the last scene I'll see of Kendall with Shiv, and that that was. But it was also like, quit while you're ahead. Like this is going to go down as one of the great shows of yeah, all absolutely. time, not just the last decade, but. It's it's this insane show. It's been fucked in my house not being able to talk about it because B is so far behind. Cause is she, she really? Which has been re- running reports. It's like the worst time of year. Yeah, sure. Fuck. Because um, it just takes so long. She has like 30 kids she has to write like six paragraphs about. Dog shit. Um, but uh, dude, public school teaching is got to be one of the most <laughs> undervalued jobs oh, I grew up on, with... on, on, in the world. Yeah, my parents, both of them. It's fucked up how much work is expected of teachers. I like, know, it's insane. That's yeah. why like, and then you see like private schools, they get government funding as well as like fifty thousand dollars up do to hundred thousand yeah. from each student that goes there to do like it's just it's so unfound. It's like yeah. I hate it. It's so unjust. Um, but uh, yeah, so I have not being able to talk about it. It does like draw you to to like finding other people's online takes mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I'm very grateful that the Discord. What's the exists. feedback? Everyone's pretty unanimous in it. Uh, yeah, there's been very few interesting w- people that have been negative. Uh, yeah. about this finale. I think. Yeah, I think everyone feels like extremely satisfied. I also think people have come <laughs> to expect like the worst of finales in the last yeah, ten years sure. because of the amount of unsatisfactory ones. Obviously, uh, one we haven't seen, but we all know about Game of Thrones. Like I can't even Everyone, name a mega fan who season, likes it. Yeah. Like there's no such thing. Yeah. Um, and when there's this much pressure, especially when there's kind of a who will it be type of ending as opposed to just like an ending where... Well, that's, I mean, almost like the, you know, the, the solving of a mystery. Like, yeah. like no one, I remember like a, a, it was 50-50 whether people liked or didn't like the True Detective season one yeah. finale. Yeah. Because it wasn't as like in your face with like this Yeah, is it wasn't why. a mystical thing at the yeah. end of the day. It was just like, oh, that's a bad man. There's no real rhyme or yeah, reason. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Breaking Bad, I, I was thinking, I, I was very satisfied with the Breaking Bad finale. What is it again? He like sets up a gun to automatically kill he people? He basically free, he frees Jesse. That's that, that's that's the, the crux of that, that episode. Right. He's like trapped by neo-Nazis, right? Yeah. Um, I think they went like, yeah, like once they got rid of Fring, it was like, shit, we don't have got an iconic villain yeah. anymore. Let's br- bring in the Nazis. Um, There's that great bit I remember with Robert Foster when he goes and gets like his new identity and stuff. And he's in the like yeah. cabin and... He gets his name and that like she, he kills that girl with stevia. I can't remember. Oh yeah, there's a girl with stevia in her tea, and he he puts the one who was like from the chicken it. company. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, but Lydia, Lydia, yeah, yeah. And so I think about the finale a lot. I think it was a pretty good finale. But you know what I don't think about, and I couldn't tell you anything that happens in it is that the movie they made, which is about what happens next. Yeah, Red with Jesse. Yeah, what happened in that? I, I, I remember liking it fine, but yeah, like... I, they should never have made that. It's very strange, isn't it? But then you have the, the reverse of that where they made the prequel series, which is like people love that more than mm. Breaking Bad. And it is one of those things that one of these days I need to sit down and, and watch all of. Yeah. Um, fuck me dead. It's easy to just watch good shit, isn't it? Like that's what There that, is an abundant, overabundance of good shit. Um, that's what I mean. I have to like pick and choose because I can like... I, I, I can only be a part of so many fandoms and yeah. get invested I like to be invested I don't I, I've never been a person and this I'm not critiquing this uh, if you do it that's great I can never be someone who throws something on and then does other stuff 
Yeah, I keep, I, I I can't. keep trying to, and then I, I like sometimes I'll like I'll make lunch or fold washing, sure, or that kind of stuff. But I like, just can't. Cause I'm like, people that do it with like a laptop on their lap and like while while doing work, no, that's I can't not, do that. Yeah, yeah. That actually like de- not 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 your lifestyle depresses me. But if I did that, it would depress me. Sure, I'd be like, what am I doing? I mean, maybe if I put on like Simpsons reruns or something, that that'd be no. I'd just stop it from doing work. I just want to, but I'm also like, I just want to hear new things. I'll put on a podcast talking about something new. You know what I mean? Like, but you can't do work. No, while doing that. No, yeah, no, yeah. but I mean like while doing uh, chores. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I will put on something not visual based. Yeah, that's just me though. Like if you can do it, congratulations. Yeah, I remember being like having people who like put on stuff that like for comfort and stuff, and they're just like, oh, I put this on in the background. I'm like. What are you doing? I can't hear you. Like, this is so distracting. Like, for me, it's distracting. Yeah, I had a friend come over yesterday and, and uh, we're talking about Successions. He's like, oh, I know I should watch it. Um, but I kind of can't, don't really watch anything unless I can watch it in my bathroom these days while I get ready. I'm like, okay, that sounds fucked. What are you watching? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The fucking, like, the, 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 like, weird fake shows they put in the back of taxis in New York. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so... Um, Watch rewatching a bunch of older succession episodes, not older, like you know, seasons like episode one, two, three, and four from this season with, with B as she slowly catches up. It's crazy to see Hugo's arc in this season. Hugo's so good. He goes to the kids immediately after Logan's dead on the boat, doesn't on the he? Boat. Yeah, he, he goes, he, he, yeah. he tells them that the um, that the um, you know, that Frank and, and Carolina are, are drafting the yeah. the announcement. That's right. He, and he doesn't need to do that, but he, no. he immediately goes. He just to wants them. to get in with them. And I love that, like, that was all for naught. And, like, now he's fucked because Tom's in charge. Tom hates him. But do you think that, you know how, like, um, at, when Shiv gets to the office and Carolina sees her and is like, first things first, could we maybe get rid of Hugo? Yeah. And then one of the first things Tom does he's is, like, like where's, where's Carolina? Carolina? Yeah, do you reckon it's because Shiv spoke to... Shiv spoke to Tom in between that scene and probably yeah. So maybe they are they are going to run this together. Maybe yeah. yeah, or maybe he just like hates Hugo. Yeah, I mean everyone. I, I never understood why everyone hated Hugo though. I love him. He's like yeah. such a slime ball. Maybe that's why he's. Just I love him. Slimy. I love his voice. Yeah, I love his appearance. I love everything about that character. It was cool seeing Carl. A little I like Carl is someone who hasn't really had too much depth. Yeah. Um, but it, like you know him singing at yeah at the, at the um, dinner what a table voice. and like. Uh, Logan roasting him, but like in a like you in know, a nice you're, you're way, not in a like, Carl. Yeah, like just being friends. Yeah, like it, it was just literally the old guard being friends. Yeah, like him not being able to truly compliment someone, so you insult them. Yeah, in a loving that was way. really that was like the greatest one of the greatest scenes of the whole series. It's, I think yeah, it's such a great finale. It was a finale that just like there was no fat. Like I w- there was no moment where I was like I didn't need that scene. Yeah, totally agree. I, I was just like this is perfect, and I could have. I'm glad it ended when it did, but I could have taken another hour yep. of just seeing some of my favorite characters interact. I did love watching. I sent you a bunch of them, like videos of everyone. I like, used an amazing video. Of Fuck them someone. just singing Say It Ain't So. So it's <laughs> like, I, I think like when they're in doing the Norway scenes, maybe or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, you're at a bar or something. Yeah. And I, I saw there was another one that like Greg, uh, Nicholas Braun put it up on his Instagram and he's singing a, a, some, oh, like improvising some dumb song. Yeah. And everyone's like killing themselves laughing at it. But then that's from that same night someone we, we can't, I can't work out who, who it was mm. was singing say it, playing say it ain't so on guitar and everyone's singing along. everyone knows the song like shit knows except, all the words except, except Jeremy, for Jeremy Strong, Strong. <laughs> still in character only likes Jay-Z and Biggie Smalls but then seeing like all the rap party um, stuff yeah. like and it's like all the cast like all of them like even like bit players like on this dance floor like you know you've got Brian Cox it's you've so got good. Cameron 
uh, sorry, Alan, Alan, Alan Rock. Rock. You've got like all these different actors, and they're just dancing like "Call Me Maybe." It's and, so like, good. Yeah, yeah. I love like, it, man. It's I, so good. It's it, it it is probably the the best like ensemble cast ever. Who do you think you are by Spice Girls? And they're all like dancing. Who yeah. do you think you are? Kind of. I wish kind of I wish Jerry had a little bigger role in in this last season, but I like that she she won. Yeah, she got paid out. Yeah. Regardless, like either way, she was getting paid. If but she I feel like if, you, if you're winning in this in this final season, you don't get as much screen time. You know what I mean? Like it's just, not about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about it's not about success. It's about and just like an amazing final shot. Uh, obviously, with Kendall sitting at the Hudson River, mm. staring at it. Body of water, very big theme, as we know with Kendall. But having like the physical and like metaphorical ghost of his father right behind him. Yeah, Colin, like the only poet, like he has now become his father. Yeah, totally. Like we saw the opening now of this season, which now makes even more of a beautiful bookend is uh, Logan spending his birthday with his bodyguard and no one else. And Colin walking through the park while he walks behind him and Kendall went out the same way. It's like, it's like he's fast tracked where his father was at that point. Cause he's, his kids hate him now. Kendall's. Yeah. He's got no wife. Like he's lost everything. Yeah. He's he's literally fast. He, he, he did get his wish. He became Logan Roy, just not the CEO Logan Roy. He wanted to be. Just the angry, friendless yeah. Logan Roy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, TV's been fucking great. <laughs> I watch all of I Think You Should Leave. Fuck, actually, maybe in between Hey Fam and Pay Fam, we should quickly watch. The uh, final app? No, um, it's a... So, before he did I Think oh, You Should yeah, Leave. Oh, yeah, the characters. Tim Robinson did an episode of an eight-episode... I remember sk- it. ...get show where every episode is, like, hosted by a different comedian yeah um playing different characters and he's one of his yeah, it's called the characters on netflix they of course it's netflix only made one season um but you should be grateful it's still on there because do you know like there's like a bunch of shows that came out like last year that have just taken off netflix like not that like whatever but like Will- disney as well willow's that's gone. that's disney is it disney mm-hmm. is it yeah right that's insane for yeah. tax reasons mm. um, terrible so now people are like, oh, you can't even buy these digitally oh, no, the, or physically. The Netflix one is the um, the regular show guys um, show Close Enough that he oh, made yeah, no, with um, like one of the Simpsons um, uh, producers. Hectic. Directors. Showrunners. Yeah, right. Oakley or Weinstein, one of them. Um, but uh, that's gone. Like I watched like three episodes of that. It was like fine. I'm like, oh, I'll watch the rest of that another time. Not too bad. Yeah, it's gone, chief. Suck it up. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I think you should leave. Speaking of Netflix, like the only no, thing... No, I think I- you should leave, dude. This is my house. Okay. Well, uh, but this, the third season of it, I feel like is like was like one of the last things we were waiting to to, to watch before cancelling Netflix forever. Yeah. Um, but uh, I loved it. Um, I feel like people... I don't know. I, I guess like reviewing sketch comedy is... Comedy is so subjective yeah. as well. For me, it's like I... I just love watching Tim Robinson yell. Yeah. <laughs> and so I know I'm going to be satisfied. No yell what. to where he gets to the point of crying, so which the, is what he does so well. The opening sketch of the characters so oh. is like fucking insanely good. Yeah. If you haven't, if, you, if anyone listening hasn't watched it yet, it's on Netflix before you cancel, watch the opening sketch. It's like him playing like a member of the Rat Pack kind of vibe. It's so fucking funny when the, when How the, good was that when one? the penny and drops. Is, I think yeah. you should leave um, when he's playing like the mime who keeps telling people what he's doing and losing money. <laughs> it's like, it's a fucking door. <laughs> it's like, ding. I was laughing so much at that. 
So Tim Heidecker, one of our favorite guys of all time. One of the original um, intros. <laughs> That's true. Fuck it. Before we got one Marky of, Mark and uh, we Tom Cruise. AI, AI and, do it. We didn't get AI to do it. Yeah, you're right. Before we got those That's guys. That's so funny. I interviewed Tim Heidecker, didn't turn the, the interview into an article. I just clipped out the, the drop he did for me and used it as, on my podcast. That's great. Um, enjoy your morning. That's, That's where, where it came, came from. from. Um, but the, uh, uh, he, you know, I feel like whenever there's a guest on, um, I think you should leave. It's almost like, oh, damn, we're not going to see Tim Robinson in this sketch. So, like, on one hand, you're excited that, like, you know, he, I feel like, you know, he the best the best guest ones, it's when Tim Robinson gets to play alongside them. Like, the, Bill, the Bob Odenkirk one is fucking amazing. Yeah. Because they're both, like... Obviously, Bob Burnkirk is the, is, is the crazier of the two of them in that sketch, but more often than not, you just have like a guest standing in for the. Well, Tim gets crazy and or, or, or Tim Robinson just isn't in the sketch. Yeah, like, you sure. know, Patty Robinson, um, for example. And I feel like the last two Tim Heidecker ones, it's like him at the restaurant from yeah. season two, and then him, that brilliant sketch from season one where with the jazz. The jazz, yeah, yeah. Wait, what's the restaurant one Tim's in? Uh, it's like with a, there's like a talking head. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Um, like an alien head yeah and that's fine um but this one i love that it was like tim and tim yeah. together being weird as both shit both being fucked and like tim i mean that, that sketch is like my favorite by far like i watched so it good. so many times he's like a doctor who <laughs> he gets fomo about nightclubs oh, <laughs> that's that's literally what it is and the punchline of that yeah was, you can't explain it it's just so fucking you, gotta, you can't explain yeah. jokes it's it's bad i love that show so much yeah I, it's I'm, great. I'm, i like that you just you, we just get like 90 minutes out of every two years yeah it's it's beautiful um and uh tim robinson is a is a is a fucking gift he's a beautiful man i liked uh sam richardson i guess he's like you know a long-time collaborator of tim tim robinson yeah um and he always pops him in I, I, I liked his delivery like both his characters are fucking insane the stupid metal magnet show Oh, you haven't got it it's in the last no, episode. All oh, right. <laughs> oh man, he. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna wait for you to, to watch it before I start Damn, talking about stop it. Stop ruining jokes for everybody in the world, dude. <laughs> but yeah, so TV's hitting. I mean, we're both chipping away at Tears of the Kingdom. Do you think you you see yourself finishing it in the next week, or you? No, just... I'm like to take my time with it. Yeah, it's fun just ticking everything off. Huh? Yeah. How are you going with Korok seed hunting? I, it, it's like the one thing that it's I always feel annoys like I me, but I'm like, about. I got to do it because of uh, weapons. Yeah, totally. I find it's like the most annoying thing in the game. But if I stumble across it, I'll be like, now, nah, all right, let's do this. Especially the like, yeah, f- help me find my friend. It's fun I, the first few times when you're like, oh, I get to do. I'd this. much rather go. This rocks in the in a weird place. Yeah, and I lift throw it up one down. Then, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, games hidden. Obviously, yeah. or that yeah, that particular game hidden. Maybe the rest of the games industry. So hard, my not dude. Hidden, too hard. Um, but yeah, we do, we're going to talk about movies too. Uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Quick spoiler-free review before we uh, take it to pay fam and go full spoilers. Uh, going into this, I was... I don't know, I didn't like that last trailer at all. And I famously um, told you I didn't watch them. Yeah, right. Um, I went in cold. Mine, I, I mean, I only saw it because it was on before. Oh, fuck, maybe the Fast... Fast, fast or something? Fast yeah, probably. Something like that. Um, and... Uh, I, I don't know, I was worried, but I forgot that Lord and Miller, they don't, haven't really put a foot wrong. And I feel no. like, I mean, we could get into it, but like, imagine imagine a di- how different the world would be if they made their solo. Be, yeah, very I mean, different. I feel like that, sol- that that film maybe would just be marginally better than what we got, but I don't know. Like, I feel like, I feel like you don't get them fucking doing as much as they do with this, yeah. with these movies. I don't know. I, I, who knows how involved they even are, but 
I, I think a lot. <laughs> uh, you'd like yeah. to think so. <clears throat> yeah, but I, I mean, it was, this was being directed by a different director. We'll get into the the who's who of, of, of behind the scenes of, um, of this movie. And animation's so different because like while there is a director, it's always so much more collaborative, I feel, than like yeah, a live sure. action. Yeah, for sure, like storyboarded. And then yeah, that's it feels like a completely... Di- like, yes, you are the director, but I'd imagine it's a very different version of a director than who's on a physical set with like physical actors. Uh, but obviously like they do direct it, but it's like, I, I, I don't know. It always feels like it's far more of a, like a village built an animation film. Yeah. I feel like enter the spider verse, the first one, like it's just like, you can't argue that that is not a wonderful movie. Like, a- oh, it's one of the great hallmarks of like, honestly, like American cinema animation. It pushes so many things forward. Comic book adaptation. Like it smokes anything live action in the last decade. It's like, it's incredible. And it's, so, it's, yeah, like my, my expectations were so huge. Yeah, I mean, it had a lot of pressure, this film. To but I was off. worried at the same time. So maybe that, that lowered them enough. But God damn, I was blown away by how good this movie yeah, was. I same. was, I, I, my concerns were for naught. Like this is such yeah. an excellent time. It does yeah. the shitty cliffhanger thing, but it does it so well. And yeah, you immediately was like, it's like Back to the Future or Empire Strikes Back. Reminded me the of like best. the great cliffhangers where yeah. it ends, but also like, they especially uh you know empire toy story 2 last jedi like the thing that this movie does and we'll talk about it more it it it, like plays with the law in a sense where it's not like nudge nudge wink wink at the audience but it's about characters who are aware of law trying to break free of law yeah and like what what's the point of law like following doctrine and stuff like Woody being in the TV show. You know, it's like, I love when a sequel will like contextualize yeah, this I, thing. I, I write my own, you know, path. Or yeah. And that's yeah. like the whole point of The Last Jedi is like, you know, Kylo Ren is the one who's like actually like Miles in that being like, don't worry about what's come before. Like, let's do our own thing. And Miles has a fantastic arc in this about basically being, and I mean, I kept think, watching it being like, man, if you're like a young person of color, that's so big. Like basically a lot of this movie is very many people telling Miles Morales he doesn't belong somewhere and then him that like having to be like no I do belong and because I'm choosing to belong and that's like such a big thing I think for like a hero to say rather than yeah oh I got these powers okay like it even like kind of challenges to a degree that with great power comes great responsibility not in a fucking Zack Snyder Kevin Costner don't don't save people (laughs) way but like you know yeah, it really gets into like... God damn it. That's got to be one of the worst moments of in, in That's movies. like Batman's parents not dying, becoming like part of his law. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like... Let me die, son. He's like... <laughs> you can't save me. Yeah. Wait, but I'm literally... No, don't. That is the stupidest fucking thing. Might be like 10 year anniversary of that film soon. Um, no, yeah, it, it, it absolutely is. Like, like we've passed it. Because I saw it on my honeymoon. Really? On my honeymoon in 2013. Damn. So that was that would have been in like I bet yeah, you uh, May, I bet you a, May a certain um, fan base hadn't forgotten that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I bet you a certain well-adjusted fan base didn't didn't skip uh, that day. But yeah, we'll, we'll obviously get back get right into the tenth anniversary of Man of Steel and PayFam tonight too. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all we'll be talking about. Um, but yeah, before we before we uh, hit the PayFam, now we're gonna button, go yeah spoilers. Pure Spider Verse uh, chat tonight. But like, I just I I think this is my favorite movie of the year now. I guess I don't know. I, I mean, what is that been? Uh, Fast 10 Yep So yes it is the Guardians thing. 3 Little Mermaid <laughs> Little Mermaid It's been fucked Yeah it, it, It's definitely My favourite film Of the year thus far um, Mario Brothers Oh my god Have I seen anything Good this year? Uh, great question Let's see uh, Fast 10 uh, Fast 
I've watched a lot of old movies this year. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah. Suzume, very good. Oh, Suzume was cool. The Magician's uh, Elephant. John Wick 4. <laughs> oh, John Wick 4 was great. Yeah, John but Wick I think 4. this is better than John Wick 4. Um, um, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. You loved that oh, one. Oh, Quantumania. Of course. I, big Quantumania Dude, heads Quantumania. over here. God damn. What oh, about? Patan. Stinky. Oh, Patan was fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, Fableman. I didn't see Creed 3. Yeah. Or Scream 6. Uh, you were a big fan of the White Man White Man Can't Jump um, remake. That's right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, of course, loved the um, the animated movie Mummies. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck is that movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that our boy... Number one. You'd, oh, man, I can't wait for his Spider-Verse review. What's his name again? Is it like Nebel or something? Jiren. I don't remember. Jiren. Jiren. Definitely a real oh, name. Oh, shit. They just announced the director for the Moana remake. Is it The Rock? It's so fucking funny. It's the guy who directed Hamilton and the, In the Heights. Wow. The Lynn Miranda-fication of, of Disney continues. That, that, that dirty little cunt's got his hands <laughs> all over. That's what DLC stands for. He's got his hands all over the, uh, the House of Mouse. No, he? I think they just love him. Yeah, he because he just love this guy. Because fucking people love him. <laughs> Dumb people love him. How good's like when you see um like in the in the like real time feed, like all of the times that he had to like delete and Yeah, re-edit, and keep like adding re- things. Re-edit yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grateful for the team we're assembling for Moana. Fish hook emoji, wave emoji. Very inspired by Tommy Kale's spirit, drive, and passion to create something special with Moana for families around the world. Well, He's won so wait, multiple. Wait, what did the first movie not do? It did all of that. Yeah. <laughs> but this guy's won multiple, multiple Tonys for directing Hamilton and In the Heights. So he has that intrinsic reverence for history and culture, music and dance, edge and vibe. So wait, wasn't that the first film? Like, this is, it's so insane that he's like, that statement is so absurd. Yeah. Story of Moana and playing Maui is deeply personal to me, our culture and ancestors. Yeah, you've done it before. It's so insane. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. No, it's the second it's time. It's actually it's the twice, second Twice time. in a lifetime opportunity for us. The and Rock is like Anno redoing Evangelion. He's just going to keep making um, Moana for the rest of his life now. That's so funny. I find this, this is like the the most cynical of the live action remake. Just because it feels like it's rocks like, fuck, Black Adam didn't do well, fuck. But not only that, it's just like it, the movie is seven years old. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's what I mean. Like, it's like, but it's him just kind of desperately like calling in studio yeah, It's like them announcing a turning... Put me in fast movie now! Seriously, yeah, it's yeah. like them announcing a turning red live action remake in a year. And you're just kind of like... <laughs> starring Aquafina. Yeah, starring Aquafina and the... <laughs> <rock. laughs> All right, let's hit stop. Okay, come over to PayFam. Patreon.com slash PayFam is where you go to not only get an episode of PayFam, which is going to be all about Spider-Verse, but you can also get some t-shirts very soon. Patreon.com slash PayFam. $5 a month gets you an extra episode of PayFam every single week. And we'll see you in the Spider-Verse, a.k.a. PayFam. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.